The following aviation podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast by thepilotreport.com about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Stuck Mike Avcast. I'm your host, Len Costa, reporting today from in the field at Northerly Island, Chicago, home of the uh, now defunct, retired Mix Field. Joining me today is a special guest of mine, John Kessing, uh, Kessinger, uh, owner, pilot, and owner and creator of MidwestFlightLines.com. And I couldn't think of a, a, better, a better place to talk about flying in the Midwest and uh, all things Midwest aviation related than, you know, having a chat today with John here at Miggs Field. John, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Len. Thanks for having me. So uh, tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself and your background and uh, how you got started in aviation. Well, um, you know, my dad was in the Army, so I lived uh, pretty much everywhere you can think of. Um, my background in aviation, my grandfather was actually a uh, helicopter pilot for the Army, and uh, he kind of inspired me a little bit. He was the kind of guy that um, was a perpetual teacher. He didn't uh, lecture so much as teach any time that you know, kind of got out of line or something like that. But uh, So he was kind of a big inspiration. Um, and then it just kind of took off from there, and, you know, one day into the next, I just got more and more passionate about aviation. Um, I always knew I wanted to fly, and uh, finally, it wasn't until I actually moved here that uh, my girlfriend, now she's my wife, uh, got me a flight lesson for Valentine's Day, and that's about when I knew that I was going to, one, marry her, <laughs> and uh, two... Uh, that I was on the road to becoming a pilot. <laughs> that is a pretty good, uh, a pretty good gift for Valentine's Day. That's that's pretty slick. So um, I know you've you've uh, you've taken some flight lessons. You did take us, you know, a bit of a break, but you are pursuing your private pilot certificate as we speak. Correct. That is correct. And where are you currently flying out of? Uh, it's uh, Bowling Brooks uh, Clow International Airport. So one Charlie Five. It's out there in Bowling Brook, Illinois with uh, A&M Aviation out there. Okay, very good. So uh, you've, you've started a website. Like I said, it's called MidwestFlightLines.com. And uh, I was looking over it earlier, and, it, and it's kind of you know, a combination of all things, like I said, Midwest flying, events, uh, stories, and other stuff. But why don't you tell us a lo- you know, more in your words what the website is really about? It's really about spreading the passion for aviation. Um, it's got a Midwest focus to it because that's where I live, and so that was kind of a natural starting point. But my whole goal is to make more people more passionate about aviation, not just pilots, but uh, the general public. Very good. And now how, tell us about your uh, your recent experience up at Oshkosh. So this was my uh, first year that I would say I went to Oshkosh, uh, not for the planes so much as the people. I still go and I like looking at the planes. I like talking to people about uh, the planes that they own and the stories behind them, things like that. But uh, 
I've been to Oshkosh uh, a number of times before just to kind of check out the air shows, check out the planes uh, that are parked there. This time I really got to know the people. And uh, so a lot of folks that I've uh, connected with on Twitter, uh, other uh, folks that do podcasting, things like that, it was uh, really a great experience to get to know more people in aviation. And so, and this was also your first time being at the event as an aviation blogger, website owner. From your perspective, did the, you know what was what was different being uh, being there with uh, the intent to sh- you know share these events with people who who visit your website? It's a world of difference. Uh, in the past, when I went, it was kind of all about me and just kind of okay, what planes do I want to see? What uh, what acts do I want to see during the air show? That sort of thing. This time. Uh, I actually felt like I went with a purpose larger than myself. So I was thinking, not so much, okay, what do I want to see, but what do other people want to hear about? What's what's something that would get somebody else interested in aviation or uh, spark the fire uh, for someone that is in aviation to get a little bit more passionate about it and start uh, helping spread that, their passion to others? Okay. Now tell us... Um... You, well, first of all, how how new or recent or old is the blog? How long have you been blogging? Actually, just started it this past January. Um, the idea for it came at the uh, tail end of last year's Oshkosh when my wife got tired of me talking to her about airplanes. <laughs> uh, that never happens. Come on, <laughs> right? No, no. She uh, she feigns interest with uh, with a smiling face and then uh, tells me, okay, wonderful. Now when's dinner? (laughs) Um, No, she's really awesome. Um, She supports me a lot, but uh, so the idea started last year, but uh, I got mixed up with some uh, life and things like that and said, I don't think I'm ready to do it now. So January came around and things kind of slowed down for me. Fortunately, I had, uh, kind of picked up some flight lessons at that time. And I said, you know what? I'm getting tired of just keeping this to myself. I want to share it with other people. So it was at that time that I decided to start the website. The website itself, yeah, and with a public release. Very good. So we're, you know, we're, we're in September now when we're, we're sitting here recording this. Uh, what's, what's probably in your nine months Tell me uh, two things. Tell me first, what's one of your favorite experiences that that you've gotten to um, enjoy because of the blog? And number two, what is one of your favorite stories that you have up on there right now? I would say that one of my uh, biggest experiences um, at Oshkosh, a bunch of us from Twitter, bloggers, uh, podcasters, uh, decided that we were all going to go pack one of those tri-motors together. And I have to say that that was one of my lifelong dreams to get a ride on that tri-motor. Um, I think I would have enjoyed it uh, by myself, but the fact that the blog allowed me to meet other people that were just as passionate about it um, made it that much more of a special ride. So I really enjoyed that. Um, you have to remind me what the second question sure, was. No, the second question is, and this might be, but it was, you know, in the nine months that you've been doing it, what's one of your favorite pieces of content or article or, or you know, on the blog? What's the, your most prized favorite piece right now? Okay, so a couple months ago, uh, I was working at an EAA Young Eagles rally, and there was a, 
girl there that had kind of an incident on one of the rides. And uh, she came down, and she was obviously shaken up. It was, I think, her first airplane ride ever. But within about five, ten minutes of consoling and talking to her and all that, on her own, she just kind of turned around and said, you know what, I think I want to try this again. And they said, well, you sure? You know, because that was, it wasn't a major issue, but it was something that everybody kind of, once you get uh, scared of, it's kind of like, well, you want to be careful. She said, no, I really want to do this. And they said, okay, so what airplane do you want to fly? Well, there happened to be one of those breezies there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an open, I don't even call it open cockpit. This is like open everything. Yeah, no cockpit. <laughs> right, right, open everything airplane. And uh, she pointed over to it and said, well, how about that one? And everybody's like, you know, you sure? Because it's, you know, it is what it is. You see, you get what you see there. And she's like, no, I think I'll try it. So the pilot took her up, uh, did his usual, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Made it, might have been a little bit longer. Um, came back down, and she was just smiling ear to ear. <laughs> and she said it was one of the best experiences of her life. She was ready to go out and look into what it would take to become a pilot. And just to see that turnaround was just the most inspiring thing that I've ever seen in my life. And so I wrote a story about that um, today to this day. I think that's probably my favorite piece that I've ever written. Now, the the uh, the breezy, I've had a similar sort of flight experience in an air cam. Um, and from your perspective, actually, did you get did did you fly in the breezy? Did you get a ride in it? Yes, I actually got a ride in it. Uh, the pilot actually let me take the controls for about five minutes. Um, what did you think? Um, if you're, you, out, you're out there in the elements. Right. <laughs> if you could put a Harley Davidson and wings together and then call that an airplane that's pretty much what this plane was <laughs> uh, it's um you don't want to open your mouth um because you know bugs and other things and whatever else but it's just an awesome awesome experience if you haven't flown in a breezy i highly recommend it because it's it, it's really the closest you can be to being an air uh being like a bird in an airplane because it's just you the wind and, yeah, you've got a motor behind you, but you almost forget it's there. Yeah, and that was my experience in the air cam. And that was, uh, aside from a trike, um, one of the, you know, a powered hang glider trike, uh, light, ultra, actually it's an ultralight trike, that was my only second time in basically in like an open cockpit, open air aircraft. And the, the trike was interesting because the flight characteristics itself uh, when you came in for landing, you would take these really steep descent angles. And at first it was kind of, you know, it was kind of awkward to me as a flight instructor. And then I went in the air cam as my second time flying and having the wind blow in my face. And it, it's, it's one of those things that just, it gets you excited because it's not very often we've, we've all, uh, you know, had opportunity to be in an airplane before some of us who are pilots and fly daily, but being out there, with the wind in your face adds like a whole new dimension. And it was funny because that day, my friend Carlo, who's, um, who's part owner of the aircraft, uh, we were flying in the traffic pattern and there was some hot, it was a high layer clouds and just a little bit of mist and, and rain, um, in like part of the, part of the traffic pattern. And he's showing me on the, on the uh, Garmin display that he's got there on the GPS. He's like, look, Len, we've got weather in the cockpit and, 
weather in the cockpit because it's raining on us while we're flying. And I was like, that's a whole. That's definitely a different dimension of uh, of flying, but uh, very cool. So what? Um, you know. You've got the website. You've been you've been blogging on it for nine months. You've made a lot of really great friends, obviously through through the website and through Twitter, uh, etc. What do you hope to do? You know, what are some future plans for the website? Well, like I said, my current goal, and I don't really see this changing, is to become a voice of passion for aviation. Um, we see a lot of things going on in the news right now where aviation is getting kind of a bum rap from the government, from uh, outside interest groups. Uh, airports uh, getting threatened with closure. We're sitting at one that uh, was closed quite unexpectedly in the middle of the night and still holds a sore spot for most Chicago pilots. Um, and my hope is that I, that pilots and other people will go to the website and they'll say, you know what, um, aviation is really awesome. There's just, there's no other feeling that you can compare to flying. And I think some people forget that sometimes if they are pilots and other people who aren't, all they hear about is uh, the bad stories on the news about, you know, this plane crashing or the other one uh, having a bad landing and things like that. So they they don't know that aviation has all this other awesome stuff that you can have uh, just by flying. So I would say my short-term goal, my long-term goal is to get... Like I said, more people, more passionate about aviation. Mm-hmm. And for your own personal goals, uh, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, you are working on your private pilot certificate, but do you have any plans uh, to pursue other ratings or certificates after that? Yeah, so uh, down the road, um, two things. One, I would like to own my own airplane. Um, that's probably farther down the road than I would like to think about right now <laughs> with the money situation, but... Uh, on top of that, I really want to give the gift of flight to others. So eventually, I want to be a CFI. Okay. Um, not necessarily to have a job in and of itself, but maybe maybe just like a part-time on the weekends, evenings, things like that, um, just to teach because I want to share this with other folks. I want other folks to get into aviation, and I think that's the best way possible. Yeah, it definitely is. We've had a lot of, uh, a lot of people we've talked to out there that, have really enjoyed their experiences flight instructing myself and Carl as well, and that's in fact one thing that I would, I would like to get back to a little bit, uh, a little bit myself is being able to go out with a student and work with them and and you know renew some of that uh, some of that enjoyment of of flying that uh, I don't get to do as often. But yeah, well, I'm glad to uh, glad to hear that. That's going to be very cool. So on the topic of being here at Miggs Field, because <laughs> this is a, this is this was my idea. I was like, "Hey, you know, let's go out to Miggs Field. We'll talk about Midwest flying." We get out here, thinking that Northerly Island is, uh, you know, some destination to come stroll around and have a look at the control tower and visit the facilities. And we show up, and well, t- tell us what tell us what you what you saw first, John. Well, uh, when we actually found the place, because the signage has all been kind of removed or they don't really make it obvious where to go um we were driving through and we saw the what i guess used to be the uh, old terminal building um looks like it's now a park district visitor center or something or other uh but absolutely no mention that there was an airport ever here uh in fact the only reference that you would ever know 
is that there's a control tower that still sits there, but it's all blocked off. It's uh, surrounded by uh, construction barriers. And so you're sitting there and you're looking and saying, okay, well, is that it? And you look around and you see that there's a giant fence blocking off the rest of the island. I guess they're doing some kind of construction here. I'm not sure what. Um, And you say, so this is all that you can remember or have to remember that an airport existed here and actually a very busy airport for uh, the duration of its lifespan. So I I get a little bit uh, sore in the heart when I look around and I say, man, this was probably an awesome airport to fly into and out of, and now it's just nothing. Don't cry. I don't have any tissues. (laughs) I left them in the car. Well, you know, my first impression pulling up was I was excited to come here. I was excited to see MiGs or the remainder, what's left of MiGs. But I knew the control tower was here. Uh, And we get here, and and like John said, there is some construction, and I'm I'm guessing that this isn't the permanent arrangement and situation here. But, uh, you know, we were hoping to kind of like walk around and peek in the windows of the control tower and and go in the old terminal building and it's everything is either locked or blocked off and uh so we took a walk down one of the paths as far as we could go before the uh the no trespassing signs greeted us and i was kind of like that's it but (laughs) you know not that i had this expectation that we were gonna find a buried treasure or something out here but um you know i just kind of kind of thought and hoped that we would be able to get a little bit closer to the remains of the airport and get a bit of a feeling for it. And I, I'll, I'll be honest, it's kind of sad to see, you know, what's left what or what isn't left. So, um, but nevertheless, it's, uh, it's still kind of a, a cool place. It's now a park. And I guess there's, they do concerts and other things out here. But uh, it seems the future of MIGS is, uh, it will be no longer returning as far as we understand. Um, well, great, John. It was really it was really cool sitting down and getting to know more about the uh, website. Any uh, closing remarks before we before we head out? Look, uh, I really enjoy uh, Stuck Mike Avcast. I'm you know long time listener, um, not just because you guys put on great content, but because you are out there actively. You and Carl and Victoria and Rick and now Sean are sitting there talking about aviation and it's just clear how passionate you guys are about it. And, you know, that's the kind of passion that I want to spread to others. And hopefully, uh, if you're listening to this, you're a pilot, even if you're not a pilot, don't keep that passion to yourself. You know, find a friend, you know, take somebody up um, in an airplane if you've got your pilot's license because flying is just too awesome to hold on to yourself. You got to get the word out. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And thank you for the kind words. And um so for uh for people to get in touch with you or um contact you and the, we already mentioned the website, but uh website, Twitter, Facebook, all your all the goods. What uh, how can we how can we find you, John? Okay, so the website is midwestflightlines.com. It's all one word. Uh Twitter, it's at @mwflightlines. Uh, Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash Midwest Flight Lines. Um, you can also email me, info at midwestflightlines.com. Excellent. Well, very good, John. And uh, like I said, it was a pleasure having you here and getting to share the remains of Migsfield, which we both hoped was a little bit more than some 
fenced-off construction area, but uh, nevertheless, maybe there'll be something more to see in the future. But uh, uh, this is uh, Len Costa and John Kessinger live from Mixfield, Northerly Island, Chicago. And this is uh, Stuck Mike Avcast. We wish you clear skies and calm winds. Thank you. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Avcast. Members of the Stuck Mike Avcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products, or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast brought to you by thepilotreport.com, a Len Costa production.